Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard Hello. who loved writing stories. Oh, this is brilliant. Young Howard wrote many stories and scripts. Mr. Quackers was on his magic toilet. But then one day, he grew up and discovered alcohol and laziness. So he put his writing in the attic and forgot about it. Twenty years later, Howard found his old stories and persuaded his lifelong friend Rufus to read them. Join Rufus and Howard as they embark on a mission to read everything he wrote from the age of five until now in The Worst Writer in the World. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat to write every night But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah Woman of a no, woman of a no Worst writer in the world Worst writer in the world Rubbish writer. Welcome to the worst writer in the world with me, Rufus, and he's good at kung fu. Ooh. He lives in a sewer Ooh. and he likes pizza. It's Howard Long. Hello, everybody. It's me, Howard Long, and I'm definitely Howard Long, even though I look completely <laughs> different apart from one this my eyeball. <laughs> Why are you Welsh? Why are you Welsh? Howard? I'm not Welsh. I, I was I not Welsh before. I'm definitely Welsh. <laughs> no, 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 I mean not convincingly Welsh, but you sound like someone trying to be Welsh. You know. Oh dear. Oh dear. What's that? What's that got to do with mutant turtles? <laughs> I do. I don't know what. What's mutant turtles? What? Well, I said you. Um, you do kung fu, live in a sewer, and eat pizza. No, That's... I wasn't. Li- I wasn't listening. You know. <laughs> That's the problem there. You were just getting ready to do your brilliant Welsh bit at the beginning. That's right, yeah. Okay, well, that's nice. That's ni- It's nice to know that you pay close attention <laughs> oh, to yeah. me when I'm talking. Yeah, that's right. And you're not just, like, waiting for me to stop so you can do the bit you've got planned. <laughs> that's Listen, good improv. Work, I that don't is. That's what know. they teach you in improv class, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Make sure that when the other person's talking, mm-hmm. you switch off your brain. <laughs> like, just close your ears off, don't listen to them, and start, basically plan what you're going to say next. Well, I don't know how it normally does it, but me... <laughs> oh, he's definitely... Oh, yeah, yeah, I am Howard. Sorry, that's all right. Yeah, I'm definitely okay, Howard, okay, you know. Cool. I know I look completely right. different to him, but I am him, I promise. <laughs> well, while, uh, while we try and sort out this case of mistaken identity mm. and relocate uh, Mr Howard Long, who's probably in a sewer doing kung fu and eating pizza. <laughs> uh, I'd just like to say thank you to the British Comedy Guide for hosting this show. Thanks to all of our lovely patrons on Patreon for supporting this show. Mm. And thanks to you for listening to our show. This week we're going to start something brand new. Whoa. This is part <laughs> one of a 16-part series, so oh, strap oh, yourselves oh, in, everybody. Hell. <laughs> Let's get started, shall we, Fake Howard? Yes, please. So, Howard, I'm pretty excited to be starting a a new story, Mm. a new um, Howard Long story. Mm So before we begin, what can you tell me? What do I need to know about this uh, thrilling new story? So this was written around about the same time as Forget Me Not, mm. before Forget Me Not, probably. 
So when Forget Me Not, the award-winning um, feature <laughs> film, the amazing award-winning yeah. feature film about um, whether intimacy is real or not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just check the sink. Check the sink. Check the sink. <laughs> well, I mean, we all learn something from that. If anyone's ever worried about mm. their relationship and whether or not there's any intimacy, intimacy. In it or not, mm-hmm. right? And now they know the shortcut. They're not like, well, I'll, I'll stick around for a few weeks, maybe months, and I'll mm. analyse the way we behave, and I'll, you know, I'll pay close attention to the words and actions mm. of my partner and try to decide if those are representative of intimacy or not. Now mm. they know. No, I'll just go to the bathroom, and look in the sink. <laughs> right? There's pills in your sink. There's pills in your sink. No intimacy. Park. Um, yeah that's good watch your footing watch your footing (laughs) yeah check the check before you check the bathroom check if it's raining Mm. right and if if it is just do it later when it's stopped and that way you're a lot safer don't be in such a rush to find out whether there's been any intimacy (laughs) or not and don't don't get me don't don't make the mistake of like you've decided not to check for intimacy because you know it's raining. <laughs> you've made that clever decision, but then you think, but what I do need to do mm-hmm. is go and look at my own <laughs> for ten seconds. Right? Yeah, I must, yeah. Anyway, I'm not, so I'm not going to do the intimacy. Then I am going to go and look at my boobs. Yeah. Oh no! And while I was doing it, I foolishly looked down at the sink mm-hmm. and accidentally did an impromptu intimacy test. <laughs> And and my relationship failed. Park! Park! I've fallen over. Now Will Will is kidnapping me. Back to his house where I just ran away from. Oh my god, this is terrible. If anyone's confused, uh, we're talking about the scene. In Forget Me Not, where they're just about to get it on, and mm. Eve goes, um, I'll just go to the bathroom and look at my boob. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll be, then I'll be back. Absolutely. <laughs> she not what happened. <laughs> it is. She goes, oh, uh, we're, about, we're about to get it on. We're like, oh, just give me a minute in the bathroom. I just go and get ready by looking at my boobs for mm. 10 seconds. But then you you have proved you don't really understand how foreplay works, right? Because like from a man point of view, you're like, well... <laughs> He goes upset. He goes upstairs and wanks for five minutes. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. how he gets ready. Yeah. So what does she do? Probably goes to the bathroom, looks at her boobs, gets That's in right. the mood, wanks her boobs so, off. <laughs> so she she says, "I just go and look at my boobs ten seconds, then I come back and we'll do it." And, and while she's in the bathroom, she sees that in will sink. There's a load of pills, and that makes her realise. Well, she well she has a big realization. Goes back in and she says, "There never was any intimacy, was there?" Mm. And we'll go, he hasn't got a clue what's going on because mm. <laughs> there's, there's this massive non sequitur as far as he's concerned. And then she runs off to the park, mm. but it's raining. She falls over. Will goes and kidnaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're meant to know meant to think it's uh, romantic. He picks yeah. her up, carries her back to his flat, plays the piano. Uh, the uh, the movie ends. We're all sad because Will's probably dying of brain disorder. Oh yeah. So but sad. at least Eve gets his piano, so it's not all bad, you know. Mm. Anyway, so that's what we're talking about. Go, go listen to Forget <laughs> Me Not or, or watch it. You can get it on Amazon, did you say? Where can yeah, you no, the join the secret movie? gang and you can watch oh, yeah. me and Rufus watch it and talk over it. That is a good way, yeah, that's a good way. So it begins, it says interior Samael's room. 
Yeah, Samael. Yeah, it's the future, so people don't spell their names exactly the same anymore, I guess. So how would I? How is it pronounced though? Samuel. 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 It is Samuel. Just say Samuel. Sort of yeah. That's how I would pronounce it because otherwise it's complicated, isn't it, Samuel? But I remember I've probably told you this before, but I used to take um, a keen interest in what my names meant, and so mm. um, I would have like been looking for particular meanings behind names so samuel would mean something or other i don't know what right yeah like when you chose squire allen for example you, yeah <laughs> you put a lot of work into that the fact that allen is the name of someone who marries 30 year olds yeah <laughs> i don't know that he was called squire allen though that's <laughs> that's what you called him that's what i remember his name was squire, squire Valen, right yeah no squire allen was on the other side squire Valen on mm. one side squire allen on the other side they were both bad mm. Uh, all right, so I'm probably going to call him Samael because that's what I'm going to be reading. Yes, Samael. Interior, Samael's room, morning. Mm. A dark room, mm -hmm. a ticking clock. <laughs> <laughs> As our eyes become accustomed to the dark. That's not how movies work, is it? <laughs> we're... <laughs> <laughs> we're not in it's not we're not in the actual dark room you're like it's like you're doing theater i don't know i mean like if you go to the cinema you're in a dark room i guess this is a this is a film trick right it's like it starts dark and then you start to be able to see things and it it seems like your eyes are getting used to the dark yeah but actually yeah, it's yeah. a clever it's just, clever actually, film trick actually, isn't it's it? just someone turning the brightness up it's your, it's your mum turning the brightness up. I can't see anything, yeah. Howard. Dip, 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 dip. That's better. Mum, that's too bright. <laughs> mum, why, when you come to my room and use my dimmer switch, do you always say dip, 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 dip? It's weird. And also, you don't dip, even dip, live dip, here. Dip. Go back to Leicestershire. Mm. Stop doing the 200-mile journey just to say dip, dip and change my light settings. <laughs> you're, so, you're so controlling, Mum. Yeah. All right. Dip, 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 dip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm leaving. Uh, no. Mum, you're supposed to say milk, not dip, dip, dip. You're getting it wrong. No, I don't listen to your <laughs> podcast. It's fucking rubbish. <laughs> I didn't know. Didn't know I was supposed to say milk. Dip, 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 dip. <laughs> How do you know it's rubbish if um, if you've never <laughs> listened to it, Mum? I've seen one. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. seen one. So <laughs> <laughs> one episode, I thought it was rubbish. I didn't like the way you talked about all the bad things that were happening in the world and then did the weather. Why can't you tell some good news for a change? Fucking hell, Mum. Get out of my house. All right, so as our eyes, as, our, as Howard's mum slowly turns up the dimmer switch, or our eyes become accustomed to the dark, mm. we can make more out. Mm. There is a window mm. covered by a dark drape. What little light there is comes from here. Mm. Your mum's behind there with a torch. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell, Howard, stop closing the curtains on me. It won't, you won't get rid of me that easily. You're not, dip, master dip. You're not masturbating, are you? Mum? <laughs> no, don't my I? house. I can do what I want in it. The room is small. There is a bed, dark sheets, mm. lumpy. Chewbacca's family. A very small Wookiee is in this bed. <laughs> oh. Yeah. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, Itchy is masturbating to VR. <laughs> Howard's mum's not happy. Oi, oi, Itchy, stop, stop masturbating to that porn in the living room. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to derail this this uh, show so quickly, but everybody at home who's not seen the Star Wars Holiday Special should probably go and watch that in- instead. Oh, um, God, no, they shouldn't. They should watch the first five minutes and then you get an idea of what it's like. And just to see how mad it is. But it's just like the first half an hour or something is just a Wookiee family hmm. acting in a way that you'd expect the like the dullest sitcom family to act, hmm. but they can't speak. <laughs> so it's like this this weird silent half an hour, but not in a good way. Not in a way that, you know, loads of loads of interesting stuff's happening. It's really slow and boring. No, right? loads of interesting stuff is happening, but unfortunately Han Solo's not turned up into the um the show oh, yet yes. in order to tell us what the fuck they're talking about. Interesting stuff is happening elsewhere. Meanwhile, this family is just kind of sitting around in their house. The mum's doing some cooking. The kid's playing with an aeroplane. The granddad's masturbating to <laughs> VR porn. And the kid's called Lumpy. Chewbacca's son is called Lumpy. Chewbacca's son is called Lumpy. And that is one of the funniest things in what is maybe the worst piece of TV that's ever been made. Mm. Uh, Lumpy is a brilliant name for Chewbacca's son. <laughs> mm. And I think the granddad's called Itchy, right? Is that right? <laughs> All right, so the room is small. There is a bed, dark sheets. Chewbacca's son is in the bed. No, the dark sheets are lumpy, Mm. and then it says, somebody in it. Yeah, lumpy from um, Star Wars Holiday Special. (laughs) Either somebody's in the bed, or (laughs) this person has lumpy sheets. That's the the two possibilities. That's uh, actually Chewbacca's surname, Sheets. So lumpy sheets is, um, (laughs) that's his name, that's his full name. Unless Backer is his surname, I don't know. Is it Lumpy Backer, Itchy Backer and um, Chewbacca? Well, to be honest, if his first name is actually Chewy and mm. that's not uh, like a an, a like a nickname that Han Solo mm-hmm. uses, that's just his full first name. He's actually called Chewy Backer, right? Yeah, he's called Chewy, isn't he? And for some reason, every, like, everyone calls him Chewbacca, but mm. Han Solo, you know, who respects him, uses his full first name, Chewy. And that mm. fits in a lot better with Lumpy and Itchy than mm. Chewbacca does. Lumpy, Itchy and Chewbacca is weird. Lumpy, Itchy and Chewy makes sense. It's true. <laughs> right? Or are these the diminutives and actually it's Chewbacca... <laughs> Lumpbacker. <laughs> Lumpbacker <laughs> and Itchbacker, because that makes sense too. And they're all doing the Han Solo thing of going yeah. Chewy, Itchy, Lumpy. Because their middle name begins with E. Uh, we just don't know what it is. It's Chewy Backer. Um, yeah. It's surprising it's really boy Ernest uh, Edward. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so the room is small, there is a bed, dark sheets, Lumpbacker. <laughs> Somebody in it? Mm. Yeah, a whole fucking Wookiee's in it, yeah. Mm. No, no, this it, it, it's, it's a lumpy bed, all right? It's mm-hmm. nothing to do with the Star Wars Holiday Special. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Why are you referencing this completely obscure piece of crap? Mm. All right, so lumpy bed. <laughs> Somebody in it. Mm-hmm. A grating bell alarm. That's a weird collection <laughs> of words, isn't it? <laughs> the sheets move. An arm emerges oh, and no. switches the alarm off. Hmm. Doesn't say whether it's a particularly hairy arm or not. Or if it's attached to a person. <laughs> uh, yeah, an arm walks out, switches the alarm off and then goes back to bed. Hmm. A figure emerges, white, naked, a man. Ooh. He goes to the drape and pulls it down, letting in some light. So he just like ripped the curtains down. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think he's not posh enough to have curtains. He's just got a sheet hanging over his window. He opens the window. He yawns. Outside the window is a ventilation alley. So... <laughs> There's a ventilation alley. It's more an alley that kind of goes up than uh, than a long. Pardon. Um. Oh, so, you mean like a yeah, like a space between the building that isn't an alley at all, because yes. an alley would have to be horizontal. But this is kind yes, of vertical. That's exactly what I mean. Yeah, like you would get in a kind okay. of like hotel sometimes. It's like so people have got so people have got rear windows, but they just look out into a very small square of nothing. That then there's just another window on the other side. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, when I was looking for a place to live before I moved, one of the places I looked at had a ventilation alley. Oh, did it? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and it's just the way the building had been built. There was this kind of empty space mm. next to the stairwell to go up to the flat. And it was just, yeah, you just look down or up and there's nothing there. Just mm. some other windows. Um, okay, that's probably got a name, but I don't think it's Ventilation Alley. But it is now. Yeah. Outside the window is a ventilation alley. Other people's windows can be seen. He pisses out of the window. <laughs> Wow. Sally Edmead is below. <laughs> then he pours some beans out of the window. <laughs> Ooh, beans! <laughs> nice. So he pissed out of the window. So you're establishing that this is a really, really unpleasant, scummy, like awful man. man. Right? I, I assume we. <laughs> We assume we don't. We're not meant to like this guy. It's just like the first thing we know about him is he got out of bed and pissed out of the window into a ventilation alley. That he's gonna he's gonna share that like other windows open onto that. They're gonna open their window, a bit of fresh air, and suddenly smell of piss and hear a woman screaming about beans. <laughs> That's horrible. They live in the slums. Every everything smells of piss, including him and everybody who lives there. Yeah, because he's been pissing on it. It wouldn't all smell of piss if he just go to the toilet. He doesn't of have a toilet. He's not. He's too poor for. A toilet. <laughs> they don't have plumbing. All right. So what you're actually what you're trying to establish is not that he's a horrible, horrible man, but mm. that he's a poor man. Yeah. And poor people he, don't he have might, toilets. He might be a horrible man. I can't remember like um, what happens at the end, whether he turns out to um, be good or whether he turns to the dark side or not. He is a Caucasian-looking man. <laughs> <laughs> so like he's like he's whited up. <laughs> yeah. He is a Caucasian-looking man. <laughs> Perhaps with a hint of some other culture somewhere in the nose. Ah, what the fuck? <laughs> he is a Caucasian-looking man, but perhaps, perhaps I don't know. Maybe he's got a Japanese nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Have you thought about that? Have you thought about that, Mister Director? Mm. Yeah. Okay. So basically, his nose is a different colour to the rest of his face. I think that's it. It's <laughs> probably just been drinking and it's gone red. <laughs> Hey, his nose is a demon. <laughs> no, no, he's just, he's just drunk. He's not, it's not that his nose is a different race to the rest of him. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, I did just say demons are a race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess his parents were different races and um, he's mostly white. But not, I mean, in the nose, that's weird. That doesn't, that's not what happens when your parent, when your parents are, like have different ethnic backgrounds. <laughs> what that, that's what, what happened there is he went for a nose job. He went for a nose reconstruction surgery mm. and the surgeon got confused about where he was from. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Add the wrong, the wrong colour plastic or whatever. Put a, put a, you know, mm. put a black nose on him. <laughs> <laughs> 
for some reason, they covered him up completely, covered his body with a sheet so he couldn't see anything, and then cut his nose off. And so yeah. all that was all that was there was like a bloody hole. And the surgeon's like, okay, slap the nose on, glue, yeah, glue, glue. Away, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, done, bye. Ran, like, ran off without checking. And yeah. then the nurse comes, takes the sheet off, and they're like, oh, why did we cover him in that sheet? How foolish of us. Now, he's always going to be described as a Caucasian-looking man, but perhaps with a hint of other culture somewhere in his nose. <laughs> There's some amazing uh, fore- foreshadowing or premonition there about things that are really? to come. Uh, pretty impressive. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. This is, is going to be like uh, Rapunzel, where I keep making jokes about the twist without realising what it is. <laughs> the twist uh, here is that this guy's got a black man's nose. A <laughs> 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 bit of a difficult twist to pull off in a yeah. visual medium. Yeah. But we're going to try. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to try and film it in black and white and hope that nobody noticed, but you still would, wouldn't you? (laughs) Good choice. Um, You know, if you said black and white, would you be able to tell the difference between black people and white people? No, they look exactly the same. Okay, let's film it. No way. What could you possibly do? Can we film it in white and white? Would that work? No, no, we can do black and black if you like. Mm. All right, yeah, okay, let's do black and black. Hold on a second, that's too dark. Dip, 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 dip. That's better. (laughs) Stop filming in black and black. I can't see. All right, so he's got short black hair. Mm. He is tall. Reasonably well built and not unhandsome. <laughs> Double negative. He is not unhandsome <laughs> with a kind face. Aww. This is Samuel Fell. Samuel Fell. <laughs> Samuel Fell. So wait, so it's it's not it's not Lumpbacker, so I'm confused. It's not Lumpbacker. <laughs> He's never Wookie's nose. Lumpbacker's still in bed. Okay. Um, and his uh, his lover, Samuel Fell, just got up to make breakfast. With the head of a human and the nose of a Wookie. <laughs> it's Lumpbacker. His room is little more than a box with a bed and a cracked mirror over a sink and a shelf full of books and a cupboard. <laughs> Well, I keep going. <laughs> that's the end. Fortunately, that's the end of the sentence. Okay, so no floors, no floors, no ceilings, no walls. I'm clear. Okay, carry on. <laughs> it does say little more than. Hmm. A bedside table sits with a wind-up alarm clock. Wow. Some Brackets 5.31. Yeah, and over on his bookshelf, he's got loads of books. In his, in his dog basket sits a dog. <laughs> in his gold cupboard, there's loads of gold. <laughs> So a bedside table sits with a wind-up alarm clock, brackets 531, a half-read book, brackets 1985, by Rebecca Long. Ah, that's a little in-joke. Because at some point, like, when I was doing this for her, she was one of the producers, I kind of explained what it was, and she was like, oh, like uh, 1985. Oh. So she made a mistake? <laughs> yeah. Or was it a joke she was making? No, that was a mistake. Then, like, you know, I like to mock people who make simple mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> yep, no hypocrisy seen here. Mm. Uh, so there's wind-up alarm clock, half-read book, and an ashtray with several dog ends. Mm. Do you think that means... Because uh, I, I don't know whether that means the same thing in every other country. I don't know whether they know that the dog ends in America, it means the end of a cigarette. They might just think, that, like, there's an ashtray with the ends of actual dogs in. That's not what that means. Yeah. Which is like tails, isn't it? Yeah. That's a tail. The end of a dog is a tail. Mm. <laughs> or, in another meaning of the word end, the end of a dog is a dead dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. It's a corpse or a skeleton. It's a lot of yeah. dog skeletons and no higher grants to <laughs> set it up to have a snack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, OK. So there's a load of dog skeletons in an ashtray. <laughs> <laughs> Good. 
There are light switches, but no lamps. Also, lamps rather than, like, lights. That makes me feel like the light switches are on the lamps. So it's like you've got the wire from a lamp with the switch on, but you've cut the lamp off. <laughs> right? And it's still plugged in and, like, fizzing away. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm picturing. Otherwise, the two things aren't really connected. You know? Yeah, no, well, no. I mean, the, light, the light switches operate. Yeah, the light switches operate the lights. There's, there's loads of lights. Yeah, there's no lamps. That's all. Yeah, loads, loads of rooms have light switches, but no lamps. Yeah. That's really normal. <laughs> my kitchen, my kitchen has light switches, but zero lamps. Bathroom, same yeah. thing. A target has been drawn on the wall, and there are holes in it where mostly good shots have been scored, like bullet holes or arrow holes. We're talking about bullet holes. Does he shoot his wall in an <laughs> apartment complex? Is he just shooting his neighbours? Is that what he does for a, for a hobby? Yeah, and then he pisses on them, yeah. <laughs> that's what he's all about. I'm definitely getting villain vibes from yeah. this guy. He's like he's spent his time shooting his wall in an apartment building and pisses uh, onto his neighbours. Yeah. <laughs> so target's been drawn. There are holes in it where mostly good shots have been scored. In the second ring, now embedded in the wall, is a cutthroat razor. So he's been throwing his razor at the wall as right, well, yeah. like practising razor throwing. Yeah, he's a razor thrower. It's got to be difficult because they, like, close, right? It's not like a, a knife. It's got to, I imagine throwing a razor is more difficult than throwing a knife. And that's already difficult enough, you know? He's got some, he's got some razor skills is what I'm, what I'm saying. Yes, um... <laughs> I like to open a movie with a, a depressed man doing something with a razor. Uh, <laughs> a depressed man alone in his apartment yeah. with a razor mm. uh, doing something. Yeah, so in a minute he's going to look out. He's going to go and look in his cupboard for blue stuff and green stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then he's going to see a tramp outside. Yeah, just don't look in his sink, Rufus, because you're going you're gonna to discover there wasn't any intimacy. <laughs> In this case, what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at his wall. It's even easier with this guy. I'm going to go to his apartment for some sex. I'm going to be about to get my boobs out. Mm. And then I'm going to look at his wall, see a razor, and be like, hey, Will, there was never any intimacy. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm at the park. That's right. He's been throwing <laughs> razors and pills at a target. <laughs> yeah. There are pills embedded in a target on the wall. And Eve <laughs> knows there is no intimacy. <laughs> park. <laughs> <laughs> A bucket of water sits by the sink. He places the plug in the sink and pours water from the bucket into the sink. OK, so he's rationing the water he's got in his bucket. Mm. He opens the cupboard. He has a selection of exciting luxury items, mm. including a tin of shaving foam, an electric toothbrush, what? brackets uncharged, okay. and a mostly used tube of toothpaste. Also, a tin of rolling tobacco and smoking paraphernalia. Ooh. With a tiny amount of shaving foam, he shaves in the mirror. He brushes his teeth with plain water and the uncharged electric toothbrush. Mm. Clean-shaven and dressed in shabby clothes, he looks at the time, 5.52. He rolls a cigarette. He smokes his roll-up. This is going to be a good opening scene. I mean, yeah, it. this is one of the things they they say definitely don't ever do when you write a film is start it in the morning. With... Some Someone waking up yeah. in the morning. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. same with storytelling. They're like, with yeah. like um, Britain stories. Never, never start with someone waking up and going downstairs for breakfast mm. or the dystopian equivalent. I'm know. a maverick. Yeah. <laughs> You're a rule breaker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 
I guess in a movie they could make this very quick because you'd have short shot. You wouldn't actually follow yeah. it all through, would you? You'd like you'd you'd have a, a moment of him shaving and then a moment of him brushing his teeth and then yeah. a moment of him smoking and it would all be over in like it's just five a like seconds, super quick montage of his shit house that he lives in. Yeah, it weren't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't intend everyone to just watch him take the whole piss. Like we're all just there. Does a really long one as well. Filming from below. Yeah. <laughs> and like he's a bit old, so like uh, after he thinks he's finished, yeah. there's some more comes. Yeah, and it's just it like takes him ten yeah. minutes to have that morning piss. Mm. It's awful. <laughs> he rolls a cigarette. He smokes his roll up. He plays with his razor, watching the sunlight play on it. The cigarette smoked. There is a honk of a horn from outside. That's a bit of a, <laughs> a dangling. Claws there, isn't it? The, the, like those two things are not connected. The cigarette smoked. There is a honk of a horn from outside. Like they were waiting, they were watching him in the window. Okay, he's always okay. He's okay. He stubbed out his cigarette on that dead dog. All right. Okay, brilliant. Let's go. Yeah. He throws the razor, which spins and embeds itself in the bullseye. Wow. He pops chewing gums in his mouth. He pops chewing gums in his mouth. <laughs> Chewing gums. Who's just chewing gums? <laughs> Have you got any chewing in. gums? <laughs> He's put two two chewing gums in. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Who says that? He does. Uh, I got, do. Uh, have you got any? Have you got any chewing gums? No, sorry, I've only got one. I've only got two chewing gums left and I need them for me. Oh, can I have one of your two chewing gums, please? Could I buy a packet of chewing gums, please? <laughs> no, I think. How many packets of chewing gums would you like? Like twos. Twos, please. Twos packets of chewing gums. <laughs> Twos packets of chewing gums, gums, please. <laughs> uh, no, you've had too many. <laughs> nobody, nobody says that. I probably don't even say it. It's probably like a rogue S that's just kind of like just got in, crept into my script and also yeah, corrects, not been yeah. like, do you want to do anything about that? So he pops chewing gums in his mouth, pockets the packet and heads out of his room. That was like a fucking tongue twister. <laughs> He pops chewing gums in his mouth, pockets the packet and heads out of his room. Well, I suppose, you know, the I guess the chewing gums factories are still like thriving in the in the in dystopian future <laughs> yeah. after the big nuclear war or whatever's gone on. But it's really hard to get shaving foam. Maybe he works in a chewing gums factory mm -hmm. and so he, he can yeah. nick it. You know, maybe for him, chewing gums mm -hmm. is like uh, Star Wars toys for us when we were kids. Mm -hmm. Right. You're like, uh, Mum, can I have that? I don't know, He-Man toy. Like, no, it's too expensive. Mm. Have a Star Wars toy. Your aunt gets them for free. <laughs> <laughs> I've got too many Star Wars toys. Have I've got loads. I want an E-Man toy. No. Have another Star Wars toy. Here's a Luke Skywalker. I've got eight Luke Skywalkers <laughs> already. <laughs> well, there you go. Now, they're now they'll definitely beat the Death Star, won't they? <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Can I have a Death Star? No, your aunt can't get it under her coat. <laughs> 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 you can't have a fucking death star. <laughs> They're impossible to nick. Yeah. Cut two. Exterior dilapidated block of flats. Morning. Ooh. Tall concrete buildings built in the 1970s tower upwards. Uh, well, that sentence almost confused me there, but that does make sense. Yeah, thank you very much for a sense he makes sentence again. Tall concrete buildings built in the 1970s tower upwards. They open out onto scrubland. While in the past there may have been pleasant fields or some such, today... I just wanted to know what the some such could be. I was like, you know... <laughs> yeah, no, that is an important question. 
While in the past there may have been pleasant fields or some such. Or some such. I guess if it's not fields, it could be forests. Um, right. Could yeah. be like a duck like pond. Marsh. Could be a duck pond. Yeah. <laughs> there was that honking earlier. That could have been a duck. There was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did. Every time he finishes his cigarette, a, go- a, a duck goose. Honks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ducks don't honk, do they? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's a dystopia. It's dystopia. Maybe in this dystopia, ducks honk. Yeah, maybe there's been like a lot of radioactive fallout, mm-hmm. and they've mutated into animals that honk. They might be the masters of Earth now. We don't know. We don't know who's in control. <laughs> whether the geese that's are in true. control or not. And that's why he's honking. Stop smoking your cigarette. Come outside and give me some bread. You're not, you're not supposed to eat bread. <laughs> I like bread though. Give me bread. No, we're you're, in, you'll explode, yeah, we're in charge. No. If I want to eat bread and explode, then I can do it. Now bring me some fucking bread. I haven't got any bread. No, because you spent all your money on cigarettes and chewing gums. gums. <laughs> you know we you know we geese can't eat chewing gums. You can't eat bread either. <laughs> yeah, but at least we like it. Mm. I should have told you, when um whenever for some reason, mm. I teach English, right? And for some reason, <laughs> what the question, what is a goose, comes up quite regularly. Oh, right. At least every few months I really? have to explain what a goose is. Why? Yeah, you, just weird, that right? animal. No, other animals too, but they're just goose. Somehow goose is just one that they tend not to know already. Right. I've no idea why geese come up so much in class, but they do. So every couple of months I'll have yeah, to explain you should, you what a goose like, is. You um, should, I don't know, put like some nets over the windows or something to stop those geese coming up into your class. <laughs> <laughs> they like, what's that? I'm like, it's a goose. Oh, fuck. Just t- no. t- tell your students to stop bringing bread into class because it's just going to attract them. <laughs> Exploding geese. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, my classroom's just covered in feathers and blood. It's awful. <laughs> yeah, no, so like, we encounter the word goose, not actual geese, because mm. then it'd be easier. If, you, if, if a goose comes in, you don't say, what's that? What's a, what's a, what's a goose? That is- like, you might say, what's that called? Because I know what it's called in my language, but I don't know what it's called in English. But when you see the word goose, you have to say, what's a goose? No mm. idea, right? And I always say big, angry duck, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, yeah. that is the best description of what a goose is, and everyone should get that immediately. <laughs> and it almost never works, right? <laughs> <laughs> and like with everything else, anything else, where if I try and describe something and I learn that my description You're is bad, terrible I'll modify, yeah. I'll change, right? I'll, cha- I'll change and I'll try and get better. But I've refused with big, angry duck. Mm. I'm sticking with it. It's my one, it's, my, it's the hill I've decided to die on. Yeah. Right, and so every time anyone asks me what a goose is, I say it's a big angry duck. And on the one out of ten times that they understand what I mean, I'm really happy. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, and I refuse to explain anymore. If they don't get big angry duck, then I'm showing them pictures. Right, I'm like, all right, let's Google some pictures. i goose. So I show them pictures, and they look at them like, oh yeah, those like big like duck-like creatures that attack you. I'm like, yes, big angry duck. That's what they said. <laughs> I watched um, The King's Man the other night and it was so shit and boring. It's just awful. Everything about it is awful. And I don't mean to pick on Gemma Arterton, but I'm going to just because she has a northern <laughs> accent. And, and it really fucking annoyed me. And I'm like, hmm, this just reminds me of how I felt about in Doctor Who when, when she had a northern accent and when um, Chris Ferguson had a northern accent. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm definitely Doctor Who has got to be posh. <laughs> 
or Scottish. That's the only option. Yeah, or Scottish. That's fine. <laughs> those, those are the two choices. We have been lifelong indoctrination. Like posh people can be from space, and yeah. Scottish people can be from space. Yeah. But Northerners can't. <laughs> yeah, right. that is a lifetime of indoctrination, isn't Probably, it? Yeah. That's because that's because we grew up in a place with a fairly strong Northern accent. Although mm. we're from the Midlands, Coville has a weird Northern accent in the middle of Leicestershire. Mm. So for us growing up, all the people on TV who were from space, right? Yeah. Uh, they all had like posh RP accents, yeah. right? So we're like, that's the one. BBC all English. The people, mm. Yeah, all the people at school, like our teachers and parents and those people who came around to your house and <laughs> the ghost <laughs> All the idiots that yeah. we were surrounded by, mm-hmm. you know, they had northern accents. So then, and that's like uh, your life, you spend your life learning that. And then you get to this point where now everyone in, like, literally everyone in Doctor Who is from the north. Mm. <laughs> all the aliens, all the mm-hmm. humans, everyone. It's got a, you're like, for some reason I can't buy into this. I'm just <laughs> expecting them. I'm expecting them to either teach me maths or eat my mycosis <laughs> or do my plumbing or some, yeah. something really normal and everyday or work in the the shop, but not be on television or from space. That's what Southerners do. Yeah, and uh, but also, but I think I feel like, and the reason Scottish fits into that for us is because that was another group of people that we probably largely except when we like with the odd person you'd meet or when we went to perform in Edinburgh we didn't meet Scottish people they mm-hmm. were on TV too yes so it works for them to be in, <laughs> in especially since they actually were in Doctor Who because yeah. I mean, they're from a whole other countries because as well <laughs> yeah. like you know I don't mind American accents Scottish accents you're allowed a cockney if you want, like, um, someone who's a bit of a, a ch- cheeky chappy, and you're allowed a northern accent if you want someone who's fucking stupid. But <laughs> that's it, right? Because that's what it was on TV when we grew mm. up, and that was kind of wrong, is, what, is, my, is my thesis, right? Yeah, but, but I mean, although we've been maybe, indoctrinated but, into yeah, that, and it's very it. difficult to break out of <laughs> Yeah. It. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> I sympathise on one level in that I do, uh, stupidly, I find it that little bit more difficult to buy into, yeah. to, to do the suspension of disbelief when someone's like, yeah, I'm from fucking space, me. And I've dealt with it with Jodie Whittaker because I've been watching it for a while now, so I'm fine with her being from space. But when someone else turns on, they're like, yeah, all right, I've come from the planet Meteorax. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you haven't. No, you fucking haven't. <laughs> You're from, wow. you're from fucking Yorkshire. <laughs> but yeah, you, it's true. I don't like any uh, anyone else turning up. Like that dog turned up and he was from Barnsley or something. I'm like, why is this space yeah, dog from Barnsley? Like that dog had a... No- like, that's what I'm saying. Everyone from space yeah. in Doctor at the moment is from the north. Yes. And it's like, I, I assume they're making a point. I'm assuming that like Chris Chibnall's from the north or something. And he's just like, when I, when I was growing up, no one from space had a northern accent. They were all fucking yeah. southerners. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to redress that. Yeah. No, I don't like I don't like Irish accents or Southern accents in Doctor Who particularly much either, unless the unless they're from there. It's like I didn't have a problem with Billy Piper and Camille Cordry having Southern accents because they came from London and that was their characters. It's like that's fine, but like if you go into space and you meet a, a, a talking rhinoceros and he's like, "Oh, mate, my name's Steve," I'll be like, "No, I'm not, I'm no, not Steve's rhinoceros should be posh, right? A space rhinoceros called Steve would obviously be posh. Stop trying to tell me." Cockney. It's ruined, Doctor Who. <laughs> Little Howard dreamed of being a writer, and so he sat to every night. But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah. Woman of a no, woman of a no, was writer in the world. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Worst Writer in the World. If you would like more mm. uh, amusing, entertaining things by us, then why not go to our secret gang at patreon.com slash manbycow, where at the moment we're having a crowd writing challenge where Ooh. other people send us things they have written and we read them and... Oh, very nice about them. Say very supportive and helpful things and certainly don't laugh at them and mock them and belittle <laughs> them. But if you would like to watch us doing that <laughs> or even get involved, why not join for as little as $2 a month? And that's not all. You get loads of other stuff too, including Gret Binchleaf books, uh, Man by Cow exclusive episodes, Amazing. The Secret Gang podcast. And there's even there's even a few Secret Gang podcasts available to $2. So, what? you know, wow. sign up for $2. You get a lot of stuff. And, like, what have you lost? Two dollars. <laughs> you could argue you haven't lost it because you spent it on a really, really yeah. large amount of audio entertainment. You've lost nothing. You've gained something beautiful. You've gained the world. The world. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye, bye, Mill. Bye, bye, Mill. He's a stupid, suck-ass, rubbish writer. Yeah.